0: What's up, everybody? Chester A.R.P. Church oh, Devotional Podcast. Clint Davis, your host. Mitch me. brings us in. John, Chapter 6. Here we go. use each winding path Gives me grace for every trial Feeds me with the living All right. Thank you so much. We are in one of those moments in the life of Jesus that is pretty familiar to a lot of those of us who have been around the church for some time. If you're new, uh, this is a story of Jesus when he walks on water, uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, all four Gospels have this story in it. I know that Matthew does. I know that Luke does. Uh, But uh, I I know Matthew and Mark do. I'm not sure Luke does, and I know John does as well. Here we go. Jesus, after feeding the 5,000, walks on water. When evening came, his disciples went down to the sea. They got into a boat and started across to Capernaum. It was now dark, and Jesus had not yet come to them. The sea became rough. Because a strong wind was blowing, when they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the sea and coming near to the boat. They were frightened, but they said to him. But he said to them, "Excuse me, it is I. Do not be afraid." Then they were glad to take him into the boat, and immediately the boat was at the land to which they were going. It's interesting to me that this story takes place after the feeding of the five thousand. In John's gospel, it's really a kind of a, a, a moment where Uh, there's a breather for the disciples and for Jesus as they go from one side of the sea to the other. They have this huge crowd, they have this big day feeding the 5,000. We'll we'll see next time we read together that when they get to the other side, they're found by the other uh, crowd. And and, and so they have a big day, then they catch a breather, and then they get another big day as the crowd finds them on the other side of the sea. And when they find them on the other side of the sea, Jesus has this interaction with them. So in a sense, this is kind of one of those moments where it's just kind of a law Uh, A travel moment. Uh, I've done mission trips. You take mission trips and you have moments in the middle of the week you set aside just for the team to kind of catch its breath usually um, a mission trip is, is a very intense experience a, a foreign mission trip or even a domestic mission trip but it's a very intense experience and so for a couple of days a couple three days maybe you got there for a week maybe monday tuesday sunday monday tuesday you're, you're hitting it hard boom 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 and and then wednesday you just kind of take a chill out especially you get like an afternoon uh to just chill out or a morning to chill out and then and then you hit it hard again, and then you finish up the week. And so it's as if the disciples are in one of those moments with Jesus here. They just catch this breather, and John tells us that just ordinary life, they catch a breather, but they've got to go from one side to the other. But it's, it's, it's kind of like their. Um, if you think about the disciples, they were all fishermen. So here they are, a lot of them are fishermen, and so this is kind of their domain. They're on the water. This is what they do. Matthew, in his account of this story, tells us there's a big wind, and he gives us more details. uh, that Actually, the disciples are sent off on their own. Uh, Jesus goes by himself to pray. They kind of get a chance to just kind of get away. They go off on, they get into the water, kind of their go-to place uh, that they go to time and time again to kind of catch their breath. Uh, This big storm comes on the sea. And uh, they're afraid, and, and it must have been a big storm because for experienced fishermen to be afraid, it was a, a tremendous storm. Uh, in the midst of that fear, they see this figure walking on the water. Uh, Jesus comes to the, gets in the boat, right? So, so well, they see this figure walking on the water. They're afraid. They think it's a ghost. And they say, who is it? He says, it is I, and in the original language, he uses the, the term I am, which is, God's name for himself in the Old Testament. Uh, and so Yahweh, but it's the New Testament equivalent of Yahweh, I am. So they know who Jesus is. Peter, of course, in Matthew's account says, hey, listen, if it's you, command me to come. And Jesus says, come. And Peter steps up and steps out of the boat onto the water. And he takes a couple of steps. And then he gets afraid of everything going on around him. And he starts to sink. Jesus reaches out, saves him. They get back in the boat. And then they're on the other side. And the sea settles. I think that the the really the message for this for me as I think about this is is just that Jesus oftentimes and, and this becomes kind of cliche but it, it's so true. Jesus oftentimes shows himself uh, sometimes most powerfully, most dramatically, most awesomely in the midst of storms. Um, I think that's because we're 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 desperate. We need him. We're looking for him in the midst of storms in our lives. But I think he also has a reason for showing up in the midst of those storms and that that's to show us right how powerful he is show us how glorious he is show us how wonderful he is and so in in this moment there's a storm on the on the sea these guys are afraid jesus shows up uh when jesus shows up he he makes himself um known it's unmistakable who he is right he's walking on water and, and, and only a God, only God can do that. The one who, who has supernatural power, the one who made the heavens and the earth can do that. Uh, you and I can't walk on water. And so when he shows up and then, and but then he confirms it with, with saying it is I, his voice, he speaks, uh, not just in this account, but in Mark's account of the uh, time when the disciples are on the, sh- the water and Jesus is asleep in the boat and this humong- hum- humongous storm comes upon the sea and. Jesus gets up and says, peace be still. And the water settles. Uh, The water doesn't settle um, by Jesus' command in this story. But their hearts are settled by Jesus' command. Or or Jesus' word. It is I. And so they recognize him. I, I think that's a really, really helpful thing for us when we think about John's account And that's what we're reading, so I don't want to go too much into Matthew's account, but John's account is very important because it's that he settles their hearts. And Jesus can settle your heart, and Jesus can settle my heart, and that's why he shows up in the midst of storms often, is to settle the hearts of his people and to demonstrate his power. And so if you've got a storm going on in your life, pray and ask God to show up. Look for him, uh, because he will show up in your life, and he will settle your spirit in the midst of your life so you guys have a great day god bless you our god is a gracious and wonderful god he will show up in the midst of great strife in the midst of storm and uh, when we're kind of trying to those moments we think you're catching a break and catching a breather maybe maybe that's when the, the devil seems to attack and the storm comes the lord will show up and when he shows up, he will do it with. He'll show up and he'll, he'll demonstrate his power and his glory. But he'll also comfort you by telling you it is him and he will remind you just who he is. You guys have a great day. God bless you. See you soon. You carry me close to your heart and surely your goodness and mercy will follow.